0: And thanks for tuning in to the 18th episode of Happy Hour with the three guys. You and the bartender have stuck with us this long, so why not why, why, why stop now? Uh, the lead-in guy is drunk, so here we go. Happy hour. Happy hour starts now.
1: Hey everybody, I'm Dylan. I'm William. And I'm Brad. Coming to you once again from No Pain Alley, this is the three guys.
0: And uh, like you heard from the intro, I've had a little <laughs> bit. So, um, yeah, how's everybody doing tonight? Not uh, as well as you. I'm doing great. <laughs> you I don't doing know what you're talking I'm, I'm about. I'm, I am on top of the world.
2: I am fine. I am drinking the shit out of this motherfucker.
0: He said motherfucker censors, so <laughs> make sure not to... Uh, Censor us like you have been doing. You haven't been doing anything like
1: that. That's the um, beauty of the interwebs. We can say yes, what we want.
0: Actually, a little bit, little, little tidbit is that we're not considered explicit on iTunes yet, yet, <laughs> yet, until they review us again. <laughs> uh, we get a lot of reviews. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people say, you know what? They're explicit or they're not, or we like them, or they, we, we don't. Um, I, I, I've just decided I have not had enough to drink, so. Uh,
1: Y'all uh, carry on while I, while I get a drink from the bartender. That's
0: yours? Yeah? Yeah? Huh? Okay, so. Not, not that. Sit down, Brad. <laughs> I can get my own drink. Well, wow, I was going to be courteous. Well, I appreciate
1: it, but you don't have to the, do The know. kindness of Canadians as Brad gets up and stumbles his way. Fuck you, man. To, to the edge of the table.
0: <laughs> fuck you, man. Uh, anyway, so y'all talk amongst yourselves <coughs> while I
1: get a beverage yeah talk amongst ourselves alright yes thank you 18 episodes in now and you guys are still listening thank you so much for that and thank you everyone who has been going to iTunes and giving us reviews keep in mind every time you uh, are kind enough to go give us a review on iTunes you're helping to spread the happy hour to other people a lot of people get uh, get it. To find out new podcasts through iTunes Which is why we kind of do stress them But everybody who listens on Google Or through our website Or whatever platform you do listen to us We appreciate you just as much It just so happens that iTunes The reviews bump us up on the list and For I people mean, I, to discover I, I just
0: us. want to throw out there That what it takes you guys 10 seconds to do Review us Helps us so much So um, by all means Please Take a few seconds, review us, like us, subscribe, follow, whatever the, the platform may be, but please like us and, and take take a few seconds just to do that so that, I mean, it helps us reach other people, and I mean, that's really what we want to do. We want to help other people learn about beer. We want to help other people find the podcast. We want to help other people... Um, find our video game reviews, our bourbon reviews, our scotch reviews, our movie reviews, our video game reviews. Did I say video game? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to get well, you Well, you sure here. as hell have now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but, yeah. And, and we always welcome uh, new members of the Drunkards Guild out there listening and watching us. So, just thanks so much to you, those of you have. If you haven't yet, just take a few moments, like Dylan said, and, uh, Throw us a review in there. If you think that we deserve it, you know, pop us up a five-star rating while you're at it. So, as we move on, we actually have a lot of topics we're going to cover today. We're probably going to run a little bit long because there will not be a podcast next week. We're all going to take a little bit of a vacation. So, we're going to take a little week off, uh, spend some time drinking to, you know, give us a little hiatus from all this drinking. And we're uh, going to free it. up our liver, basically yeah. <laughs> We're going to cleanse it Yeah, we're going to step back from uh, professional drinking To just recreational drinking for a week But uh, we will be back the week after next As uh, Dylan almost falls on his ass back there Where'd Nice you... melons Yeah. this
0: fucking bartender <laughs> get off his ass and help me <laughs> Well, I tried, motherfucker You're not the bartender, shut up, Brad
1: Oh, oh damn See, this is why we're going to get an explicit rating Right here, this is why they're finally going to catch us and slap us with that coveted "e" at the end of our name. So all the clinking and tinking in the background as Dylan uh, sets himself up and gets ready. Uh, let's let's figure out what our first topic today is going to
0: be. Our first topic today. Um, I I, I know that I have been very talkative about New England IPAs. Yeah, a little. Um, I, I've, I've mentioned it a couple times. Um, in was, passing. In in passing, in not passing. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Brad's pouring my beer the, for the me. The courtesy
1: right. of Canadians is yeah, astounding. Mean,
0: Canadian courtesy. you got to tip it up at this point. Tip it up. I'm, I'm showing him how to perfect pour. Give it a little head. there. Oh, it, you it. want some head? I, okay. I, I would love head, Yes. <laughs> Um, I didn't hell, it anyway. I'm just gonna and, leave. Um, anyway, John Palmer, who is is very widely considered like the beer guru, homebrew guru. Uh, he's he's a beer god. I thought
1: he was and, a golfer.
0: Uh, John Palmer. Yeah, that's Arnold. Oh, yeah. Arnold Palmer. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, John Palmer is the author of How to Brew. Sounds like a very basic name, right? How to hmm. Brew. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of the Bible for homebrewers, and uh, there are, I believe, four editions now, and he's probably the most famous home brewing authority on the planet. Anyway, he agrees with me, as I have said so many times, that New England IPAs should not be called IPAs. So... Um, <laughs> Fuck! You're proud of yourself, aren't I, you? I, I'm I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, as a home brewer, he comes in pretty high regard, and he agrees with me. Something I've been saying for quite a few number of podcasts <laughs> and reviews. So yeah, yeah.
1: What you listeners cannot see is that chest just puffed out and the chin went up as he said that one,
0: uh, oh, Mister Swinging
1: Nuts over there. <laughs> uh,
0: so no, that that is the first thing. um as far as Now the, you talk talking amongst
1: yourselves. I'm going to scrounge me up a brown ale.
0: You're going to scrounge? Well, have me a cup and I'll get you one. All right, Canadian. Um, well, you're, you're coming over here, but I kind of needed you over here. <laughs> no shit, Brad. I don't, I don't think that's the, the, the proper cups. I think that's the... Pr- oh Well, maybe those. They were there. All right, um, Brad. <laughs> Thanks, book. Brad is, is a very, very generous Canadian. Um, anyway... Um the, the first in-depth topic that we have today, um, how do you guys feel when we get a beer from a brewery or a brewer or or someone that has sent us something, whether it be um, for return or just to have us try it? How do you feel when, when we get a beer that, that is, is highly touted, but we just don't like it? Do you ever feel guilty about not liking something that we're supposed to like, according to everyone else out in the beer world? I think
2: being honest about the bear is the best thing. If it's it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. Mm -hmm. I think being honest is
0: the best policy. Honesty is the best policy.
1: (laughs) You heard it straight from Toronto.
0: (laughs) Newfoundland. Newfoundland.
2: Newf- no, Newf- no, nope.
1: Newfoundland.
2: New-
0: so it's not Newfoundland. Maybe that's a topic in and of itself. Uh, it's Newfoundland. So it's not Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland. No,
1: Newfoundland.
0: New Newfoundland. Yeah, there you go. It sounds like a shitty
1: Disney park. It does. Come like- on down to Newfoundland, <laughs> where you can ride the log ride, which is actually just a hollow log that we. Push along with poles on the river.
0: Check out the amazing... After you're done, you got to walk across them and try not to fall in the water.
1: Yeah. Observe our beautiful beaver dam. It's an actual beaver dam, so don't get so close. <laughs> Have your picture taken next to the sequoias. That's about all.
0: I like this. I do. I think I, think I would visit this
1: land. Yes. Stop by the maple syrup tasting booth. But not a proper way to say
2: Newfoundland is Newfoundland.
0: Newfoundland. 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 Just
2: Newfoundland. I'm not here to take shit from somebody who can't pronounce utopias. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been I've been to Newfoundland. I live there. So Okay. New,
0: Newfoundland.
2: Newfoundland. You know, I'm with Brad because, because yeah. am I,
0: how am I pronouncing it wrong? Tell me what I'm doing. You're right.
2: saying Newfoundland. That's what you're saying. Newfoundland. No, not Newfoundland.
1: So it's not an old Finn, it's a new Finn. Newfoundland. Just, Newfoundland, Newfoundland.
2: Yeah, no,
0: exactly. That's no, exactly right. No Newfoundland found.
2: I know, but it's just the way they pronounce it.
0: Newfoundland,
2: Newfoundland,
0: Newfoundland.
2: No, don't ex- don't <laughs> 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 don't exaggerate on the Newfoundland.
1: So, so this is just good just podcasting here, right? <laughs> yeah, this, so, is so, podcasting? this is good podcasting. All right, I'm new to this. Just so.
2: New found. Land. That's what I did. And you no, said yeah. you said Finn.
1: You said Newfoundland.
0: Yeah, right? Newfoundland. Yeah. New. Do you guys ever feel guilty about giving a bad review to a good beer?
1: I don't give bad reviews to good beer. I give good reviews to good beer. Do you <sighs> ever
0: feel guilty about giving bad reviews to what's supposed to be good beer? Don't I think we did that earlier. I don't.
1: I, I feel no guilt whatsoever because our reviews are based on our opinions and our experiences from our perspective. Mm-hmm. So if it is not a good beer to me, then I'm going to say it's not a good beer to me. That does not explicitly mean it's not a good beer to everyone out there. And I'm saying, mm-hmm. hey, if you like it, you're wrong. I'm just saying, I don't mm-hmm. like it. That's my opinion. Right. And, uh, you know, it's like with a long library of uh, reviews we have, I think a lot of people can kind of gear up with their own personal experiences versus what I've said about the beers they have, if they value my opinion or not. Right. So if I say, hey, this is this is something I really like, it's good, and, you know, you think I've been about 100% on them, yeah, then go try it, you're probably going to like it. If I say, hey, man, this is a bad beer, but from your perspective, I've been about like 20%, I'm probably wrong yeah, for the, you. Thing, the thing is to still encourage people to still drink the beer whether you like it or right, not.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we, we drink a lot of beer, and we always say, I mean, like we try to, from the beginning, we've always said, we're only three guys, and we only have three opinions. And we have a lot of beer, very polarizing beer. Uh, some of the stuff we've got on our channel are uh, Westy, West Flutter and 12, which is considered the best beer in the world, Pliny the Elder, which is considered the best IPA in the world, we've had the tremendous opportunity to try some of the best beers in the world. And whether we like it or we don't, we always stress, this is just our opinion. Mm. That said, I do get guilty. Uh, I I, I believe, if if I'm correct, I gave Pliny a meh. And the reason that I did that is because Pliny, Plenty the Elder, there, there's Pliny the Younger too, which has actually overtaken Pliny the Elder, uh, but Pliny the, the Elder is is widely considered to be the one of the first, one of the best IPAs in the world under the, the West Coast IPA terminology definition. Um, and we weren't cracked up about it. Why? Because... Since Pliny has come out, we have thought things were better. Uh, we have had other IPAs that were better. Pliny, coincidentally, is sold in very limited release. You 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 can't get it anywhere. The distribution is very small. So just having the opportunity to try it is, I want to say, kind of saying that. I mean, it's it's kind of like Goose Island Bourbon County series, the, the entire Bourbon County series, if you cannot get it, and you've tried for years, and then all of a sudden you can get it, some of that's coming up to hype. It's kind of like Westie. Westie mm-hmm. is tremendously, notoriously hard to get to. You have to go to the brewery or find somebody that's bootlegging it, and you have to get to it, and And we actually discussed it in our, our Westie review of is this good because of the hype or is this good because it's good? And we did that in Pliny. Is this good because of the hype or is this good because it's good? We really think that Pliny's kind of one of those legendary beers that is good because of the hype. So, I in, I mean, I, I've, I've gone way off topic because I've been drinking. But, no, dude, I, I do feel guilty. If I drink Pliny or Westy or any of the other amazing supposed beers and I don't like it, I'm like, wow, man, I I feel like I should like that. I I do. I I feel guilty about that.
1: I feel -er, guilty-er whenever we get... Requested by a brewery to try one of theirs, yeah. Because then I, there is a feeling in me where I feel almost obligated to be a bit kinder to it, yeah. And uh, or
0: or if we're on location, and that's get, the hardest yeah, part. Yeah, if, if we're on location and the guy that put his heart and soul into that beer is sitting across the table from us, and and we have to say, this isn't great. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah, uh, that that does make me feel guilty, yeah. but. I, I guess on a scale, I do feel guilty about about a beer that that I'm supposed to like that's notoriously good that I do not enjoy, and then it goes up from a a brewery that sent us beer that did not live up to expectations, and I have to say to a a, a guy that's looking <laughs> for our review, he, he's 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 waiting and he's he's trying to get our our opinion on that, and then we say, well. It's not that great. Or we go physically go to a place and have to look a guy in the eye and say, "Well, oh, I mean, you could use some work." It, it's really hard. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really really. Because we we had
1: a deep moral dilemma with that when the first time Sam Adams uh, yeah. contacted yeah. us about the the porch rocker review. Yeah, and it just yeah it boiled down to the fact that we said, "Look, we're going to be honest because honesty got us the attention the first time," yeah. and we had to we had to kindly shit on that beer. Yeah.
0: Um, which, I mean, I, I think I shit on it more than, than the other two guys at the time. And but The uh, thing
2: about it is, is like is, you're a huge Sam Adams fan, well, that, too. that
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's a really good point. I'm, I'm a big Sam Adams guy. And at the time, I was the guy running the Twitter, and I got the guys from Sam Adams to say, yeah, tell us what you think about this beer that we just poured our heart and soul into that just came out. <laughs> and tell us what you think about it, because we're super proud of it. And then we drank it, and we're like, well I mean it's no, nope. right. I mean, but
2: I mean everybody has different taste buds too yeah, everybody's I mean, palate is exactly, different
0: exactly and like we said from the get-go everybody's different we're just three guys with three opinions and your opinion is going to be different don't take our word as gospel we' we're, we're we're not beer experts um it's, it's just what we think. And and that's, that, that's, that's really why we got three opinions instead of one guy doing reviews or two guys doing reviews. We have three different people from three different experiences telling you whether that experience liked it or not. There you go. There you go.
1: Keep in mind, anytime you're listening to my opinion, you're actually listening to advice from a drunk.
0: So... <laughs> But, I mean, that, that brings up a good topic of, I mean, at what point do you become a beer snob? Everybody's looking Whoa, at Whoa, that got quiet. Yeah. Wow. Everybody's <laughs> looking around and, and not not really saying anything. I mean, I, I will fully admit that I'm a beer snob. I, I a long time ago, reached the point that I'm, I'm probably going to shit on Miller Lite and... And domestic macro beers and adjunct lagers, and I mean that's just that's just how I am now. But I think I I, I, I like to think that if somebody has a beer and says, "Hey, what do you think of of Natty Ice?" Ugh. I I don't I don't make fun of it, but I'm just like, ugh, I'm not a big fan of that. I, I'm I'm not like an asshole about it. I will admit that I'm a beer snob, but I, I I like to think I'm not an asshole about
2: it. Now Miller Lite, Miller Lite's not that bad, you know. Depending on your budget, I guess it it's not that bad of a beer. You know, of course, would I rather drink something different? Yes, all the time. I'd rather always drink something different. But you know, it depends on I guess if if you're. A, you just want to drink or you want to enjoy your drink?
0: Yeah.
1: If I'm not going to enjoy it, I don't drink. Just flat out.
0: You drink Rockdale Classic.
1: I drank it here. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. It
0: was. And
1: yeah. If I was sitting at home and that was in there, that would have just found its way unopened to the trash.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: I'm, I'm always open for like haha funny group things, but no, like. Now if I have only the budget, I'm in the store and it's a Friday we're going to the weekend and the only thing I have cash for is Rockdale, Guess what I ain't drinking that weekend. <laughs> ain't happening. I was like you know what? I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week when I got five more dollars That's, no. <laughs> but nice no, uh, maybe I'm a bit more of a beer snob than I than I thought I was because I, I only consider myself a beer enthusiast. I'm just I'm enthusiastic about beer. But whenever somebody does come up to me like, hey, what do you think about natty or what do you think about like beer thirty? I will shit on it. I will make fun of it <laughs> to their face. I, I don't know if that makes me more of a beer snob or just more of an ass than you.
0: I, I think that's I think kinda that's more what being makes being honest. I mean it is being honest, but I, I, it it kinda looks bad to somebody that 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 hasn't moved past beer thirty or natty eyes. Because I mean they, they haven't tuned their palate they haven't figured out what's good. They, I mean, they, they don't really understand. It's like a guy that every day for thirty years has eaten bologna cheese sandwiches for lunch, and the, then somebody says, "Well, have you ever had turkey?" But at the same time, turkey's is. good, and bologna is kind of made by, from stuff that just kind of falls in a bucket after the end of the process. <laughs> so I mean, he, he doesn't he doesn't know turkey, and the first time he tries it, he's like, "Oh, that's weird." But but then, is uh,
2: that our 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 place to judge, or is it just our fault?
1: No, I will judge them. I will. <laughs> that's that's, what, that's judge what I'm him. saying. Though. I will.
2: It, is it is it their fault or is it ours? You know, because if uh, if we've had it and we it's think it's fault. a terrible bear, bear and we <laughs> tell them that's a terrible bear, you know, is it is it our fault? I mean,
0: it, it's not. It, I don't think it's anybody's fault We're, that we are three opinions. I mean, that's just what we are. Are are we harsh? Yeah, but. I mean, we, it's, it's just the harshness of three opinions. <laughs> we, we try to have a gamut of range, and we just happen to have one guy who doesn't have a lot of experience. We have another guy who's got a, a mediocre experience. We've got another guy who's got a lot of experience. I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. We, we, we don't want to be the one guy who's, who's reviewed 2,000 beers on YouTube that says, well, man, or, I mean, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Let's say that there's a guy on YouTube that has put like three like a video a day, three thousand reviews up over over the time of his channel life has put a video up a day has got three thousand reviews of a beer, and then he drinks something and says, "Well, it's okay." Are you really gonna Are you gonna trust that guy? No. I mean, he he's got all this experience with beer. But for whatever reason, he's like, well, no, it's okay.
2: Thanks somebody that's...
0: And I've actually got a few channels in mind when I talk about that. But, I mean, there's, there's a certain few people on, on YouTube that say, well, no, this beer's okay. Well, I mean, really? I mean, but, but again, it doesn't matter. We're just three opinions with three views and three reviews. That's, that's all we are.
2: Those people, though, with the. You need
0: to align yourself with one of the three of us, and whatever that person says is what you do. Yeah, but
2: that one single guy that's reviewing 3,000 bears and, you know, putting up a video a day, is he completely honest? Is he telling the truth? Or is he just feeding out stuff to get publicity? Or what?
0: and, And that is another good point. Once you reach a certain level, breweries sends you stuff for free in hopes that you will give them a good review. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they'll say, well, this was sent to us by such and such, and we're going to give an unbiased review. But like we talked about earlier, some people feel very Mm -hmm. uncomfortable by that. But one thing that we have prided ourselves on since the beginning is being 100% honest. Mm -hmm. Well, we have got to tell the brewmaster to his face that this tastes like crap. We have always done that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we had a couple of breweries stop talking to us for a while because we, of, that. We, we <laughs> because we of have, that.
0: we have hurt some feelings. But, I mean, if, if you have a beer that's not very good, we're going to tell you from three different viewpoints or more, depending on the situation, what we think about it. Yeah, and you
2: got a, you got a variety of people here at this table right now that have you know different aspects on the beer that they're tasting. You know whether it's experienced, mediocre, or novice. You know everybody has has their opinion on what they Uh-oh. what they think is right and what <laughs> they think is not right. Oh,
1: some things are getting shuffled around there's,
0: up here. There's some glasses being moved around. Because um, I was gonna fill this one. Yep. We're in the okay. Class, you? All right. Um, we're doing something. We're we're gonna do something. Um, over the past few weeks. Dylan, me, I have started looking into... I'm not done with that. Quit moving my beer. I was going to drink it. You're not going to drink my no, beer. No, you
1: just... Wait. I, there's Something's coming. Just wait.
0: Something's coming. Um, I have been doing a lot of research in my free time about how to drink whiskey properly.
2: Oh.
0: And I've done... <laughs> I, i've done enough research on this that my isp could probably say that guy has a problem um, <laughs> but I, i've been doing a lot of research on this and i bought a a bourbon over the weekend that is 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 very well known and very very well reviewed in the bourbon community of being a a bourbon that um, for less than fifty dollars mm-hmm. is one of the top you can get so less than $50, one of the best. And I want to try our guidelines that I have outlined here and see if if we can uh, pick out some some things that, that we haven't been able to pick up on some previous whiskey reviews. okay. Yeah, so we're going to do
1: that. All right, so you know, if you ever needed a better excuse to drink whiskey in the middle of the day.
0: Yep. Well, I mean, uh, I don't think I do. Anyway, okay. uh, what we're going to try to review is Four Roses Single Barrel. Uh, bourbon whiskey. And um, it is 50% ABV, so 100 proof. Uh, for anybody that does not know, the proof is exactly double what the ABV is. And that actually goes back to in uh, uh, pirate times, actually. The amount of alcohol that they could pour into the gunpowder uh, would be the proof uh, whenever they lit it. It, it would it would it would be like 100 seconds would be 50 percent abv so it would burn for 100 seconds anyway it's a long thing and i'll get that later but the proof is double the abv so uh we're going to open this right now first time ever uh, first time I've had this. Have y'all ever had the Four Roses Single Barrel? No. Nope. Okay. Cool. All um, I've
1: ever had is just the basic, like mid-low shelf Four Roses at the tavern.
0: Well, the, uh, the Four I've Roses. I've never had Four Roses. Uh, four Roses. I've actually never had Four Roses. Period. Um, mm-hmm. Four Roses Single Barrel is, like I said, it's supposed to be one of the best bourbons you can get for, for under fifty dollars. Under fifty bucks. So this is supposed to be. I'm having some goddamn
1: problems, <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to truck through it. All right. That's just, there That's you go. Support. You I unscrew like that. that all you want. Can
0: I see
2: that? Yeah.
1: That's different. That's yeah, cork Brad. It's just different. Okay. As Dylan glugs it to the glasses. <laughs> as, <laughs> as he glugs it a little bit more to the glasses. I'm just trying to get it even. Just yeah. trying to get it even. I'm, you can go, you uh, can go a little I'm, shy on mine if you want.
2: Well, by the
0: looks of it, you need a little bit more. Okay,
1: there. then. All right. So, we're, we're going to be, like, super official on this.
0: This is actually going to be yep. super, super official. All
1: right. All right.
0: All right. So, how do we go about... All right. So, I've actually got an outline of how we drink whiskey. Okay. The, the right way. Like we said, the last time we had whiskey, and we had a lot of feedback From people that said, you didn't drink that whiskey, right? Or you didn't do this, you didn't do this. Well, I've I've got an outline of what we're supposed to do to properly get the nuance of whiskey. Alright, I'm ready Uh, to learn. Historically, Mm -hmm. uh, this is not the tidbit of the week, but historically, the whiskey, the E in whiskey, is there if a country has an E in the name. Which is an interesting little tidbit. Like, Ireland, Irish whiskey... Irish whiskey has an E because Ireland. Uh Scottish whiskey has no E, so the whiskey has no E in the name. So that's actually a little bit of tidbit. Um, So you pour it into a tapered glass, first of all. Um, The the tapered glass, and, and a lot of this is for, honestly, is what we use with beer. The functions of beer and how you get the nuances from beer... Carries over to how you taste whiskey and bourbon and vodka and, and other liquors, but the the tapered glass focuses all that aroma on your nose. Um, the first thing you do is when it's when it's in your glass, you swirl it around, and that aromizes, ar- aromatizes. Is that a word? Yeah. It, it, gets, it is new. <laughs> it, it, it gets the uh, aromatic qualities of the whiskey, kind of aromatic. You do not want to inhale directly from the center of the glass. You want to take short, quick breaths of the whiskey, and you do not want to inhale directly from inside the glass. Because when you do that, all you breathe is pure ethanol, and you do mm-hmm. not want that. Because you don't want to, I mean, one of the big things about reviewing whiskey is you never want to say, This tastes like alcohol. Because, well, obviously it tastes like alcohol, but. That's not one of the things that you want to talk about in your review. But what you do is you move the glass around around your nose. Huh. And and you kind of get short whiffs, and you see kind of what you're, you're trying to pick up.
2: Hmm.
0: And on the nose, uh, four, four roses, single barrel. I get some vanilla. Mm-hmm.
2: I can see that.
0: I, I get I get a little bit of like brand new leather, like like a leather wallet right off the shelf. Um, a little peppery. But yeah, you you take short breaths. <laughs> I still get that. I mean, help. it, it, it oh, wow. sounds really stupid, but this is—I I did a lot of research on this. No, I—I
1: I, I, no, yeah, I wasn't giggling because I this is the most pretentious I've ever felt.
0: <laughs> It's—I was giggling
1: because like maybe I'm just I'm moving it too quick or I'm wafting too fast or I'm right. inhaling too quick. But I swear that there's a touch to this. That reminds me of old man cologne That put a little too much on
0: That's the thing it, you, you have to remember You nailed it right yeah. there In one of the reviews uh, One of the videos that I was watching While I was trying to learn this They said that sometimes You're going to come across a whiskey That you're only going to get something In the nose or the flavor That you've experienced And one of the examples was One whiskey that I'm actually trying to get For us to review But um the person in, in question went to Jamaica, and he smelled coconut and and some other things in it, and he was like, well, if I hadn't gone to Jamaica, I would not have that. It's, it's kind of like whenever you put a deodorant on that you wore in high school, and then you're transferred back from the smell back to that time. Yeah. You only relate things by the smell, and, and that's the thing, but anyway... You, you move it very quickly in front of your nose you, you you spin it in the glass You twirl it in the glass To aromatize those volatile chemicals
2: The more I spin it The more I get like a homey taste Like it feels comfort
0: Warm and, and blanketing Okay I can see that
1: Pretty sure it's just brooding alcoholism <laughs> I drink boost it makes me feel like I'm home
0: Another thing <laughs> and we've probably got a lot of listeners that have tuned out, but I mean, this is for, for people that drink alcohol, this is kind of a big thing. Another thing that, I, and I actually did this in some of the reviews that we did before the, the podcast if you open your mouth while you're smelling it, and I watched you watch me do this, when you open your mouth while you're smelling it, you can pick up some of the more subtle nuances of the beverage hmm. in the glass and interesting. and the reason is think of it like you're in a car and you've got one window open you've got you got a lot of wind coming in but you don't really have a lot but if you open a second window you've got a lot of wind coming in and your nose tastes things better <laughs> Your tongue only gets four senses.
2: It's a little bit more subtle when you do it like that. Like you don't smell like straight alcohol. Like it's burning your nose. It's a little bit more subtle.
0: If if you're if you're taking it in and you smell alcohol and you have a burn, you're you're getting too much of the whiskey. But like like I said, if you open your mouth while you're smelling it in, like I said, think of it like opening a second window in a car. You get a lot more pass through. So that that's what you need to think about.
1: You also look. Like you've had way too much to drink and you can't close your jaw now.
2: So you're breathing in through your mouth and your nose at the same time, right?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. no, 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 no. You, you just open your mouth and breathe through your nose. You're, by by the, the, the nature of the body, you're going to breathe a little bit in your mouth. But, but no, just.
1: It's not as. Yeah, you, you, like, you look like about 2 a.m. at the bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> like your mouth's just kind of hanging open. You're like, I'm going to. I, get I, I get a, have I a, a little guy.
0: bit. Of Werther's original from this,
1: I could
2: see that it's a little bit. It's it's more subtle. Of course, I'm not a whiskey guy well, neither whatsoever. I,
0: then, <laughs> no. Neither of our, well, ne- neither, <laughs> neither of our, <laughs> neither of our, 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 neither are we. But that's why we're doing this guide for people to right. to try to learn how to be that.
2: But it's, it's, I'm it's, open it's, to more, it's more subtle. You don't smell the alcohol. It's not as strong to where it makes people kind of be turned off from it. You know what I mean? We just smell right. It. All right. How much sharp,
1: longer do we have till smell? we get to actually drink this? Let's, let's get <laughs> okay, let's, we're, let's we're step this there. up. Chop, chop. Now,
0: now what you got to do is whenever you drink this, All right. you, you smell while you're sipping, and you do not hold it in your mouth. So just sip it and swallow.
2: So direct.
0: And what that does is the function of that process Stabilizes the pH of your mouth. I did a lot of fucking research uh, yeah, on this. Apparently you did. So, you, it, like I said, it stabilizes your mouth, and then the next time you drink, it should give you more flavor. So let's hmm. let's let's it and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, let's sloshy whatever. So, leave your all mouth right. open. You, you might want to close your mouth while you're trying to swallow, though, Brad. Else it's going to dribble out. Gravity still works. All right. And so he's got that one in. Yeah. Oh, ooh, there's <laughs> a face.
0: You're not balancing
1: your pH. Find nope. the center but of your it's pH.
0: It's in your mouth and down the throat. That's all. So yeah. I tried it,
1: do. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but the suffering that you've got right now is balancing your pH. <laughs> yes.
1: You're balancing the hell out of it right now. This, Balanced as fuck. You're achieving balance. Achieve it.
0: Now, you, you do not want to swish in your mouth right now what you've drank. All I think right. I tried to. Don't do that. Kinda, Don't kind of swish it a little I bit. damn it. You, you messed it up. Straight in, up. straight in. Now, down. you got to start over. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's balanced.
1: All right. you, you, you got a rough balance. Because all
2: I get right now is just like on the side of my palate, mm-hmm. the, the, the edges of your tongue. It's all be nice I taste right now.
0: I did that, and I just got alcohol. That's all I got. I I do get kind of a tobacco, a little leather, but I mean, on that first flavor, yeah, yeah, you got the same thing. We all got the Wooga. Yeah, that was a Wooga. Yeah, we all get the Wooga. But anyway, the next flavor. Maybe I I did it too quick,
1: because that was was like a punch to the back of my throat.
0: Yeah, I got the. I got a
1: burn behind my Adam's apple right now. Uh, Yeah, so now. Balancing is not fun. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought drinking was supposed to be fun I will say that Versus the other times That we have had scotch and bourbon and, and whatever we've had I will say that I do get more flavor This mm-hmm. way But uh, it, it it's just like beer And IPAs and stouts And imperial stouts and sours You have to have a taste For it You have got to acclimate your palate for it Anyway, so we're going to take another sip. All right. This time, exactly like we do with beer. We put it in our mouth, and we just kind of kind of chew on it like we do with beer. And is that what you want to do? Yeah, we're going to chew on it.
1: Don't not, look so enthusiastic. God damn, Brad looks like... Yeah. That must be the face people have right before they get their prostate exam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just, you, don't,
0: you don't chew long. It is your-
1: upset kid at Easter I mean, with the creepy Easter bunny costume. It just...
0: Ninety-seven percent of the flavor tasting that you do is done with your nose. So it goes in your mouth, and then on that chewing is where you're going to get most of your flavor.
2: Should, so. so that being said, should we swirl it first before we actually taste Put, it? S-
0: swirl a little bit whenever you you drink it. Take a nice sit uh, a smell of it. Which actually, it tastes it. It, it smell, smells
2: different than what yeah, it tastes. It, definitely, it, it, it
0: smells kind of sweet now.
2: Yeah. Kind of, kind of
0: flowery. But what we're going to do is we're going to drink this. We're going to take a sip. We're going to hold it in our mouth for a second. Then we're going to swallow, and then we're going to chew, kind of that that fake chewing, yeah. and um, and then we should be able to get some of the nuance from this. And before we do this, I have a toast. Uh-huh. I actually, in one of these videos, it impressed me enough for the toast that I'm going to do this, and we're going to cheers. So here we go. We're gonna. This is the first official three guys bourbon review guy review thingies anyway may huh? th- yes okay may those that love us love, love us. us may those that hate us or er, and those that hate us may god turn their hearts and to those he cannot turn their hearts may he turn their ankles so that we may know Lim- them by their living
1: that's an old one
0: And see, it was it was not as rough for me that time as the first time.
2: It was, I can agree. It wasn't as rough as the first time. It's still pretty rough. Still got the uh, wooger.
0: There was some wooger,
2: But mainly all I taste is alcohol.
0: I taste vanilla.
1: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I taste a lot of spit. I just, <laughs> I got that, I got that dog mouth watering thing you're, you're again. Getting spitting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sound my mouth makes whenever <laughs> there's too much saliva. I have a built-in warning that says I'm uh, drowning. <clears throat> that's not Brad's phone whatsoever. That is. That's actually just a warning system that. I my, taste
0: vanilla. I taste new leather. Like I said before.
1: I taste Novocaine
0: My mouth is kind of numb
1: It's yeah I'm getting that like kind of dull sensation Like whenever the dentist numbs your mouth up Yeah and just on the sides too
0: I taste toothpick Like a brand new Like peppermint toothpick no, no, No 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 not peppermint Like you go to a restaurant And they have the cheapest absolute Fucking awfulest toothpicks ever and then you go. The ones that are
1: already cracked. Whenever you hit that little dispenser, <laughs> yeah.
0: And you get it out of the dispenser, and then you've got it in your mouth. And an hour later, you're like, "I'm gonna go home," and you've got time in the vehicle to consider. Well, I've had this toothpick, this stick of wood, in my mouth for an hour. I'm getting wood.
1: You're that excited?
0: No, I'm not. I'm not getting getting wood. Oh. but I get wood from the flavor.
2: Honestly, the only thing I get is just alcohol. That's all I can focus on. That's all I can taste. You're not
0: civilized, Brad. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean,
2: I mean, like, I taste a few more things, but it's not very bold. It's not as bold as the alcohol is. I think I just need to try again. Hold on. There you go. Go ahead. Yep. Try. Because right. I finished mine.
0: <laughs> I don't think. I think that sip was a little bit big. Um, I actually, I get like like Fritos corn chips. Like, and this is way after the finish, but I get like a corny corn chip type of thing.
2: I don't know. I love some some Fritos with some cheese dip. This
0: (laughs) is is, (laughs) cheese. I'm not getting it. This is just the chip.
1: Uh, Nope,
0: nope. What are you getting? Do you get anything out of that? besides the, I get slobbers. (laughs) Besides the slobber and the wooga. Do you get
1: anything else besides that? Um, not just a tremendous amount really i I'm, I mean i'm I'm working on it and um like i'm I, I don't know if I'm even just like trying too hard here, but not really I get uh you know I just get that sweet pretty much just cliche whiskey flavor. Uh, you know, boozy and uh sweet kind of mellow. As far as like, uh, I mean,
0: it's it's kind of. I'm I'm getting like from the smell alone. I'm getting like a lavender, mm. a really sweet. I'm still getting a lot of that Werther's original. Mm. Like, like I'm at my grandfather's house, and and he's he's got a, a Werther's original, and I just kind of smell it in the room. Um, Perry doesn't like it either. Mm. Folks, we got the official three guys cat in the studio right now, too. Um, and he, he's not a huge fan. Um, but, yeah, I'm getting a sweetness. I get—I I am getting that charred oak type of thing going on. But, um...
2: Here we have fooled your ass.
0: No, I mean, I just... Um, I, it, it, it could be completely 100% psychosomatic with me, but I do get more when I do that.
2: I don't know the hand. I, mean, I
0: get. Um, I, I get leather. I get. I get spiciness. Um, chamomile. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm getting all kinds of things, and it could be 100% in my head, but it's just... Chamomile. 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 I'm not British. I can't say okay. it right, okay? All Chamomile. right. So,
1: I think I'm just going to resort to the uh, Dennis Leary school of thought. Yeah. Yeah, so this isn't a whiskey. This is actually a micro-brew small bat. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> um... I'm with Dennis Lear. That's why old men who drink whiskey have that face. They've just shot it so many times that now they're permanently stuck in the me face. There, there
0: was a time in my life where I could drink an entire fifth of cheap whiskey mm. and not have an issue, not have a face, and continue my life. Mm. I was much younger then. Yes, my I thing. have uh, I have completed rehab. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm trying to get things out of here that I don't actually get. Um, but, I mean, I've... I, like I said, I'm getting a lot of stuff. I'm getting a lot more on the nose than I get on the flavor. It's yeah. really hard to get past that alcohol sensation on the flavor. This I is a fifty percent. It's a hundred proof, guys, for people that are shooting hundred and twenty-six proof and thinking they're doing some hot shit. I mean a hundred proof is it's up there. But um
2: I can smell more than I can taste because when I taste it, all I can concentrate on is just the alcohol.
1: That's I'm getting
0: it. maybe a little menthol. <clears throat> maybe a little bit. I can see you said mint earlier. I'm getting some menthol, maybe. But I don't know, but
1: I burped. I just suffered on that you one. Don't
0: sh- you, don't, you don't ever do that.
1: See, that's where I fuck up every time. But no, nah, it's it's fair as a bourbon. I've had better, but it's fair. It was a very interesting learning experience, but at the end, I'm just, I just went ahead and shot it and got it over with.
0: What is a better bourbon?
1: I think one of my favorites that I've had here lately is uh, Angel's Envy. I so, ju- I'm I mean, just that's, really that's big on that there.
0: one. But is that less than fifty bucks? No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why fifty American or Canadian? <laughs>
0: well, Australian. <laughs> no, I don't
1: think so. No, I don't no, think so. Yeah. <laughs> if it's... But no, it's not under <laughs> but Like I said it's it's fair. Yeah. 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 I mean, I went down. I'd definitely you know do a couple more shots of it, but. I think the, the rolling it about and huffing in and all that, I think I might be done with that part. You know,
0: I mean I'm still gonna do that. I'm gonna okay. I mean I, I go into great extremes to get a good beer review out of myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the same thing for the bourbon. Okay. I mean I'm I'm I mean it it, it took a long time because we were kind of explaining it mm-hmm. for the first time. But I mean swirling it around, we do that with beer. Smelling it, we do that with beer. Chewing on it Like we had in our mouth We do that with beer I mean Everything that we did here We do that with beer We've been talking about this For I a I just long like time. beer better I, I, I like beer a lot more Because I can drink A lot more beer And try a lot Different beer But no I just I wanted to go through that To let everybody know That uh, We are going to have Some more bourbon Three guys bourbon reviews up, And um, Just Just kind of Just 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 kind of see How you drink beer um, I mean, we, we, we care about what we do, and we want to give accurate representations. And uh, I'm still drunk, and I'm getting a little cloggy now.
1: All right. So, <laughs> you, you huffed too much whiskey.
0: I mean, you've never lived unless you've chased a shot of bourbon with a snooky locker.
1: <laughs> unless you do. All right. You know what? I actually... No. Uh, there was one time years ago. I was in this not highly <laughs> reputable dance club, yeah. and uh, the dancer I had that night was named Schnooky Locker. Locker. Yeah, I gave her five just to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You're you, you're a sweetheart. I appreciate what you're doing. Your enthusiasm there, but here's five if you'll just not do this anymore. Yeah.
2: or the fact that you chase like um, a
1: scotch with uh, with Bailey's. I don't taste anything. You remember that? Bread. No. I,
0: I could chase a scotch with Bailey's. That sounds like some shit I've done. You have? Because yeah. okay. you remember
2: the night that William took us to shenanigans? I don't. You d- Yeah, he still don't remember that. That was a long night. That was a long night, and that was a horrible night. That was a long, <laughs> long time, time ago.
0: Uh, so, next topic, not alcohol-related. We got the alcohol out of our system. Uh, figuratively, not physically. Are you an alarm snoozer? God, yes. I am. I am. So when your alarm goes off in the morning, do you hit, or evening, depending on your work schedule, do you snooze? Do you yes. hit snooze?
2: I hit snooze probably maybe ten times.
0: Why don't you just get up?
2: Because, well, honestly, with uh, my wife, she gets pissed off about the snooze button, me hitting snooze, but so I mean, you do
0: it to antagonize her,
2: maybe. But our yeah. two-year-old sleeps with us also. Okay. So
0: wouldn't you want her to sleep?
1: She does. She sleeps like I do. Okay.
2: She can sleep right through.
0: Okay.
1: I I will hit snooze and not know I did it. <laughs> that has happened to me so many times where I'll wake up and uh, like on my phone, especially where you know it has the new countdown since yeah. the last time you yeah. hit snooze. I'll just look at it and be like, well, I don't remember pushing that.
0: <laughs> I, I have not had one of these alarm clocks in uh, probably 10 years, but the last time that I did, do you remember the really, really annoying lar- alarm clocks that would go meh, 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 yeah. Meh, yeah. meh, just over and over? Anyway. Oh my God. I had a dream that I got up out of bed, hit snooze, and went back to bed. While that fucking thing was still going off. That's how I slept through it. Still going off. dreamt that I got up and turned it off. Anyway, yes, I am too. But I mean, why? It makes no sense. Why would you be an alarm snoozer? Because
1: sleep is so beautiful. Why not oh just my God, it is. Set,
0: set your alarm 15 minutes later?
1: because I do it's that like, it's like and then that I break. hit snooze on that alarm and then I'm like, late.
2: <laughs> it's almost like that 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 period in between the, the first initial time it goes off to the time you decide you need to get up. It's like it's like that slow period where time just slows down and you're like, "Oh my god, I can get so much rested in this next 10 minutes than I can in the next 4 hours." Yeah. It, it's just different. It's just different. And you're just like, "Oh my god."
1: See, I have this weird moment right after the alarm goes off where my brain just has no ties to reality. And it tells me, look, man, you don't need a job or money or a house. We could just stay right here on this pillow forever and be happy. Yeah. Like, there's no concept of responsibility or bills it's just like you know what man that button will make it stop and the happy sleep time comes back <laughs> and I cannot tell you how many alarms I've slept through from oh where I've God. killed them and I just had no memory of killing them
2: I'm the same way I'll, I'll just keep hitting snooze until 6 o'clock 6 o'clock I gotta get up if I don't get up at 6 o'clock then I'm late
0: I have got to be up by 7.15 my alarm goes off at 6:50 and I will hit snooze until 7:20. That really sums it up.
1: Yeah, I, gotta, I, behind. I
0: I've got to be up by 7:15. I hit snooze until 7:20 and then I get up. That's that's literally the exact scenario of Oh that my happens god, every I would morning. kill
2: to have your snooze pattern But I, you get
0: off earlier than I do
2: Yeah I do I do get off earlier than you do
1: But I I literally have five alarms a night <laughs> I, I mean, That's no joke I have three on my phone I have two on the alarm clock on my nightstand And to ensure the fact that at least one of them Will get me awake enough To where responsibility sinks in <laughs> Almost every night, I will put my phone in a different position on the nightstand so it's not in the same place twice. I'll hide it behind stuff. <clears throat> that's Just, good, yeah. I, that,
2: that's good. I sit mine in
1: a I have beat like, the hell out bed. of that alarm clock before because it's been the phone going off. <laughs> and that's what finally woke me up is that
0: That's another question. Do you have an alarm clock? Yes. Do you I, have an alarm clock? No, I use my phone. Yeah, I use my phone. I use both. <laughs> and see, I, when I
2: set the alarm on my phone, when I set it and I set it next to the wall that's a little bit away from my bed. That way I yeah, gotta kind of reach out. it away from you, yes. so you
0: physically have to get out of bed and turn it off. Well, I'm not Never worked for me. I just get my big ass up out of the bed, go turn it off, and go back to bed, <laughs> and then get under more covers because it's so much better.
1: Because <laughs> now it's so much warmer right. in there. But no, that's why I will. That's why I'll move it around. That way, you know, if I would just auto reach over like I do, now I have to search. Yeah, and it, you yeah. kind of have to consciously turn some gears to look, you know, search it out.
2: Sometimes my, even that fails. Yeah. Now, mine, I can reach it. If it, if it's, I put my my phone, when I put it on charge and set the alarm, I set it up against the wall that's, you know, next to my bed. Mm-hmm. Which is a couple of feet away from my bed, but still, I'm I'm long enough, my arms are long enough that I can reach that phone still. So I
1: just stretch I'm on out,
2: hit snooze, because snooze pops up on my phone. I just tap the phone. And I, I do love like the fact
1: better. that the, uh, the new iPhone switches up uh, snooze and stop.
0: Does it? Yeah. I've never noticed. Yeah. If you hit- I never actually look at the phone. I sit it in the same place, which is probably my problem, but I sit it in the same place every night, and I always hit the same button, which is volume down. And that always snoozes it for ten minutes. Nine minutes, actually. It's always nine minutes. If you yes. use your
1: screen, about every three alarms, it'll switch it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't ever stop is now snooze. Yeah.
2: See, I use my screen. I just tap the screen, and it's about every about maybe six, seven minutes, it goes off again. Mm-hmm. Every six, seven minutes. <laughs> and I just tap the screen. Hit snooze. It'll be big, bold. It'll say snooze. Big letters. I just, boom.
0: I have accidentally hit the stop alarm button when trying to. Because, I mean, I, I reach over with a claw hand and I will, like, brush across the stop button and uh, that gets me in trouble. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, we're like going to we're gonna move on. We're going to win a Random tidbit of the day. Um, <laughs> this... <laughs> we're going to have music one of these days, folks. Okay, this is about Johnny Appleseed, the great guy, the American, who went around planting trees and apple... The apple trees that Johnny Appleseed planted were not intended to be eaten.
1: They are to be used for cider.
0: They were intended to be used with the intention of being used for cider. And almost all of the trees were chopped down by the FBI during Prohibition. And... um during that, most fruit trees only, and despite that, most fruit trees only live, at most, typically, 45 years. Uh, but there is one tree that Johnny Appleseed planted still standing, still producing fruit in Nova, Ohio. And uh, it is a Rambo apple tree. So that is your random tidbit of the day. Hmm, I
1: knew half of that.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> well, as long as I'm batting a 50% ratio I'm doing pretty good um, folks we want to thank everybody for uh, all the feedback we got on the Facebook live uh, videos we posted last week um, you, you got to see my Dylan's um, homebrew process and I had some feedback saying that I gave too many details I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't want to hold details back I want everybody to homebrew Uh, So I wanted to give as much insight into my brew day as possible. So if you have seen those, we appreciate your uh, views. If you have not seen those, go to the Facebook page and make sure to watch those videos. Um, Because I had a lot of fun making them, and uh, in a few minutes we're actually going to keg that bad boy. And uh, next week you will get to see what we think about that. So...
1: You also got the uh, first sneak peek of me yeah, completely right. shaven. Spoiler alert! I saw that and I was like, oh. "Yeah." <laughs> uh, then, of course, if you uh, follow us on Instagram at Three Guys Beer—that's the word three, not the number—this uh, past You're Friday, so good at that. Yeah, this past Friday on the Friday Fifteen, you got to see me completely sporting the look that everybody voted on.
0: Completely sporting
1: the look. Uh, no bandana, no sunglasses, just military cut. And, uh, no right. no beer. We're drinking this. So you No, know, I was curious about
2: this. Is it regretful tattoo or regretful and
1: tattoo? That's just the cover art, dude.
0: Brad, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: He has a tattoo called Regretful Tattoo. That's not it. No, this is thirty five K. Thirty five K, K stout. Okay. Yes. So, as we open up 35K, <laughs> we're going to get to uh, some of the viewer questions there, are listener questions. Absolutely. Kind of a combination. Because I'm really excited to get to some of these. We have yes. some good ones this week. Yes. And uh, please keep those coming. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Three Guys Beer. Once again, that is the word three, not the number. Find us on Facebook for Three Guys Network. Make sure to like and follow us on there for all of our. They don't really have to. Okay. But be sure to like us and follow us on there. Keep up with all the videos we post, live feeds, funny memes every day. At least somewhat funny. I I think we average two funny memes a week and then three that are just not so great. Uh, Yeah. Instagram followers get the uh, bonus Friday 15. That's only on Instagram. Twitter, you get to uh, pretty much live tweet back and forth with at least one of us because we're always on there.
0: Yeah, I mean that—that's that, kind of the beauty about Twitter. We're we're always on Twitter, always tweeting. If you tweet uh, us, we will get it about as soon as you tweet it to us. And um, if you tag us in something, we are going to tweet you back. So uh, also we, make
1: sure to subscribe on YouTube because those new reviews have been rolling yes, out here lately.
0: Um, a lot of new reviews over on YouTube, so make sure to check us out over there. Um, I want to take a second to thank all of the uh, reviews, I've been drinking, I want to thank everybody, all the breweries, all the tap rooms, all the uh, distilleries that have provided us with alcohol for our podcast today, Against the Grain Brewery. Always a favorite of ours. (laughs) Um, They have provided us with beer today, as well as uh, Ballad Brewing and uh, Crosstown Brewing. And we want to thank uh, Four Roses Distillery for providing us our um,
1: single barrel bourbon.
0: Single barrel bourbon. Um, kind of our intro into brewing So they, they have contributed alcohol for our podcast today And we want to thank everybody But we're going to move on to uh, I think it's probably time we move on to Last Call And we will get into what else we got to get into in Last
1: Call Alright, for Last Call We've got a uh, we got a nice little slew, of variety of uh, viewer questions And we're going to start off with uh, one that came to us That uh, I think is interesting And I, I know my answer, which is going to be dickish But <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw this out here, and that is: on the podcast, we have talked a lot about comics, a lot, lot, and uh, com- comments or comments, comics book I mean, com-
2: comics. We well,
0: animated storybooks.
2: All right, it kind of sound like comets or
1: comments. We, we talk- yeah,
0: actually did, but I knew what he was talking yeah. about.
1: We talk a whole okay. lot about comets on this cast.
0: <laughs> Hail Bob, Haley's. Haley's, Haley's is a big is my Yes.
1: I am a big fan of Hale Bob. Well, Hail Bob is Just good. because I'm Heaven's Bob Gate decided uh, that was the time <laughs> to kill well, themselves. I mean, so. but I mean there's so many other comments that people don't talk about. We try to bring that to light. <laughs> No, we talk at length about comics. Comics. <laughs> yes, uh, do, about man. comic books on here. And uh, we got asked, actually, we tend to always gear towards Marvel in these long rants. Oh, boy. Why don't we ever talk about DC? Because DC sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just just right straight out there, Brad. out the
0: gate.
2: Um, they ain't got much. And everything they got is copycat
1: off or something Marvel.
0: No, I, I mean, I'm not going to go that far. No, there's
1: been a handful of Marvel that's...
0: There, there are really good DC comics. There are really good Marvel comics. There are many more really good Marvel comics than DC. And I'm just going to use this as an example. You have villains in the Marvel... Uh, I'm sorry, the DC universe. You have Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze is iconic, but...
2: Poison Ivy.
0: Let me finish. Here, Brett. You you have you have Mister Freeze. Yes, he's iconic. But why You have the Riddler. You have Catwoman. You have which is kind of villain, kind of not. You have. um, I mean, you've got so many villains. The Penguin, uh, Joker. You've got you've got villains that really have no business being villains. A lot of the villains for DC are very generic. Very generically named. Even the heroes. Very generically named. In my opinion, there's just not a whole lot of substance to DC. That said, there are really good DC series. Death in the Family is one of my favorites. It Um, is good. But, I mean, there's just... There's not as much substance in the DC universe as there is the Marvel universe. And that can also translate... Into the movies, if I want to get into that. The the Marvel Cinematic Universe, over 10 years, has taken a comic book that a lot of people probably could not give two shits about with Iron Man. And they have turned that into a multi-trillion dollar, by the time you add all these together, multi-trillion dollar universe. And now we're getting close to the payoff for this decade. Now, on the other side, you got DC, who is playing catch-up. And they they tried, they started with Superman Returns, which flopped. And then now you, you, you tried Superman, Batman vs. Superman, which was not good. It, it, you cannot tell me that was a good movie. It was no, not it, a good it, movie. It was horrible. It was, it was a really bad but movie. But
2: Wonder Woman was not that bad.
0: Wonder Woman was okay. And that kind of gave me hope. I'm, I'm not, Let me let me say this. I'm not more biased against DC than I am Marvel. I like them to a certain point equally, but I mean you just got to kind of chalk it up to DC is trying way too hard to play catch up to Marvel over 3 years versus 10 years. If if you want to get all these characters in your Justice League movie, it's going to take more than a couple years to do it.
2: You're exactly right.
0: And, I mean, that, that's just kind of where I stand.
2: And there's a lot of things that are just left out on DC then versus Marvel. I mean, that, that,
0: that's a really good point, too. I mean, yes, if you watch standard broadcast television, you're going to see Flash, and you're going to see Green Lantern, and you're going to see this and this and this. But let's say you're somebody, a newcomer. Let's say you're the, the spouse or significant other of a fan of those shows. You're expected to come in and you're expected to know who Flash is, who Cyborg is, who Aquaman is. No.
2: Which Aquaman has been changed up so many fucking times. The great
0: thing, I've got a lot of opinions (laughs) on Aquaman. We're not going to even go into that. But the, 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 the weird thing is Marvel went into detail and gave each of these people movies. No, anyway, I, I, I would hazard to say that it, the random X-Men fan from 10 years ago would never even have known there was a Guardians of the Galaxy comic book. But now, that could be one of their favorite movies. You've got to take time to establish these people and not shoehorn them into a movie. And that's what DC's doing. They're not taking the time to build these characters out, to get them fleshed, and let them... I've been talking a long yep. time about this yep. because I give a damn. Yes, you do. You, your turn.
1: All right, my turn. Uh, if we're uh, the easy pass here, the cinematic universe, um, their movies really just seem to be pencil whipped. It's how quick can we get a script to screen? Right. And they're on what? Their ninth Batman now. Their ninth <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Uh, it's the, so that. That's about yeah, all like they got. been time. rehashed so many times.
0: Well, I mean, and, and you bring it's up ridiculous. a ridiculous. Really, you bring up a really good point, Batman. Let's talk about Batman for a second. Batman, it, it, I, mean, I know you personally, William, have not seen Justice League. No, but there's a scene where you see a Batman suit with "Ha Ha Ha" written on the chest. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: that's Dawn of Justice.
0: Okay, well, okay, what, what, wherever yeah. it is. One of the one that's of the movies that's Batman versus Superman. One Dawn of the reboots of with Batman in it has got "Ha Ha Ha" written on the chest. And there's gonna be a lot of people out there that say, well, he obviously don't he doesn't know what you're talking about. But uh, you've got ha 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 written on the chest, and he has like a little mini flashback. I wanna see what happened. Yeah. I wanna see what happened to Batman that made him so fucked up that now he's decided that it's okay to kill people. I don't I don't wanna see him screwing Martha at Superman. <laughs> I don't wanna see that. You have established that something happened with Batman and the Joker and to make Batman more deranged than he was before. Let me see that. That has got me itching for that story now.
1: Yeah, but as if you've never, if you've never even heard of the Killing Joke storyline, that's nothing to you now. No. Like if you did no. not, if you're not invested in that comic, that's just like this quick. Uh, write it in, sure. That's why whoop right. and get it through. Right. I think a lot of it
2: has to do with just too just DC trying to catch up to Marvel. That's all. I mean, that's what they're, they're trying, trying to, to do now. Fast forward to I shit, mean, and we, it's we not used, making no
0: sense. We we used an example, and not necessarily for this reason, but uh, a few weeks ago, we mentioned that Sam Adams kind of had to play catch up with the IPA craze. Mm-hmm with I mean they had latitude but they didn't have this and this and now they've got rebel and, and rebel juice and they have got all these different things. But we mentioned a few weeks ago that they had to play catch up. Well DC has to now because mm-hmm. yes they had a Christian Bell Batman, a very successful Batman. Yes. But now they didn't try <laughs> to capitalize on anything else in that time frame. So you've got all these people trying to be shoehorned into a movie, and it's just not working. You cannot rush character development.
1: No, you cannot. So, I mean, like I said, that's the easy one on the cinematic universe is the fact that, you know, they just whip them out so quick, and they're just trying to throw the building blocks together and hope they got that same castle at the end. Yeah. As far as the actual comic books themselves go, I've just there's never been really any series that's hooked me that's come from D.C., there's just, at least for me, there's never been this really compelling storyline.
2: Now, as far as... No,
1: I think Batman is probably like their torchbearer, really. Yeah, I believe
2: so. And there's been some Superman comic books that have been, you know, pretty solid and stuff like that. But, you know, they don't have the same aspect as as Marvel does, where they're so in-depth yeah. and they stretch things out and it explains. So, In,
1: even Superman, he was always just too damn perfect. Yeah. It's like, okay, bullets don't hurt him. He can fly. He's super strong. He's super That's, I mean, that, He's that's super the problem fast. that the authors had. Yeah.
0: They started writing stories that Superman was too much for. Yeah. And now, I mean, Superman started off. This is going to be a shocker to a lot of people. Superman started off not being able to fly.
2: Yeah, he didn't fly. He didn't have
0: heat vision. He didn't have x-ray vision. But you've got all these authors that are saying, well, let me write him in. Now he can fly. You've made yeah. him more than what you can sustain. When so, he... I mean, what fun is it to have? The only thing in the past 50 years that has been able to stop Superman was Doomsday. A very special and rock. And they, they both fucking died. Yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah, died. it's like you have to have a special and rock. the
0: motherfucker that did stop him, like you said, was made out of the rock that yeah. kills him.
1: But, I mean, that's just something say is... Uh, I think the only time He's ever interested in me Was decades ago With the death of Superman Right later. And then mm-hmm. he stayed dead For like what Six months Something he like that He wasn't dead long Yeah It was like six I, months I actually in, got yeah.
0: that Entire series I've got the, the up, Leading up to the Death of Superman uh, And then the, the, the saga Of while he was dead yeah. And then the saga Of when he came back to life
1: But And it's just like As soon as like Steel and all the rest Went away It was right back to Yeah he's pretty much Perfect again Yeah I, I, but the movies now They're trying to kind of Make him a little darker A little bit more noir But I mean, it, it's He have, makes they, him all Vulnerable
0: They They, they backed versus, themselves Into a corner yeah. Exactly Of there's only one way To kill him And that's doomsday Yeah I mean that's the only thing Over 50 something years That has been able To kill Superman And that's doomsday
1: I remember there for a while This is long before My t- uh, Any of our times At this table Is uh, Superman's X-ray vision Couldn't see through lead Yeah and that was like the big catch like oh you can look through anything except lead yeah. okay yeah i guess i guess he's got a severe character flaw then huh yeah with <laughs> yeah. all the lead rooms around the uh... bad guys just have lead plated cars i mean just like i said there's never been too many storylines that I come think... out with that's just really like marvels marvel has always had this touch of tragedy to most of their stories and not in like the the bruce wayne all my parents were killed Theirs always kind of seemed a little bit more real world. Yeah, like, my fav- more, my um, favorite one from, uh, from Marvel is the X-Men universe. Deals with very present prejudices and racism right. that we deal with. Sort of removed from the real world, but you directly know that's right. exactly what right. they're talking about. We can't deal with people with different pigment levels. They can't deal with somebody who has wings. Mm-hmm. You can relate to it, but... It still took you to this fantastic universe that still had some problem that you could kind of say, yeah, I see that. I I know what they
2: feel. And I think that a lot of that comes to thought. How much thought you put into the comic book and how much you care about your character that you're putting out. Which is actually sad because
1: I think, isn't uh, Detective Comics older than Marvel? They've had more time for
0: this. Yeah. Um, DC is, is older. Um, and but, they're, I mean, yeah, they're like still so young said, yeah. And I mean, that's sad I mean, So I mean
1: that's I think that's really why We don't talk a whole lot about DC I
0: mean if there's a tipping point Of Even if I had never Seen either movie Which one's better? Am I, am I going to watch Avengers And then watch Justice League And think no. Justice League is better? no Fuck no, no. So I mean, even for the casual viewer, it's going to be like, well, I mean, that's if I you're going to watch better movie. If you're going
2: to watch DC comic book movies, then the best one to watch is The Dark Knight, and that's just because of Heath Ledger and the performance that he put on as a I, Joker. I would agree with that. And that's it. That's yeah. it. That's like um, this. That's a, like Like. The high point of their career, or their 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 strive to put DC out there, is Heath Ledger yeah. as as the. Well, as the I mean, dunker. Heath
0: Ledger got a lot of shit for that role. Um, I mean, very similar to what Ben Affleck is getting to that role, but I mean, I, I can say that Ben Affleck is is not like y- you look at you you go back to say Batman and. I've completely blanked out.
1: The first Batman movie? Yes. The With first, Michael first, Keaton.
0: Michael Keaton. That's the name. I've for some reason blanked out on that name. Still that's love that movie. Probably all the alcohol and, and, and mental <laughs> conditions. Um, but Michael Keaton played a Batman. His Batman was not great. But his Bruce Wayne was.
1: His yes. Bruce Wayne was perfect. Exactly. Yeah,
0: But he, he wasn't pretty. Mm. So I won't say he's perfect. But he wasn't he wasn't pretty. He, he was nineties. He, 90s he pretty. got. He got. He got. <laughs> he got the detached. Yeah. The 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 Bruce Wayne is detached from society. He got that down good. You move forward, and I mean, they really didn't have any Batman. I mean, yes, George Clooney, Al Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had those, but they were just kind of. Let's pretend they didn't happen. <laughs> you, you get to the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises and um, Batman Begins. Well, you now you've got a pretty Bruce Wayne. Do you have a good Batman? I hazard to say that you had a better Bruce Wayne, not as good as Michael Keaton, because he's not detached. Mm. Bruce Wayne and Batman in the Christian Bale movies were very similar to each other. There was not a clear disconnect. Mm. And in the comic books, Bruce Wayne and Batman are two completely separate people, and Christian Bale could not accurately reflect that. Mm -mm. That said, I think they played a, a good Bruce Wayne and a passable Batman. Now you get to Ben Affleck. But Affleck. <laughs> he's a Fleck to, <laughs> uh, Now you get to Ben Affleck. I don't think he played either part well. I don't think he played a good Bruce or a good Batman. But we haven't had a chance to fucking see him as either. I mean, how can I judge? I mean, and then it all gets back into character development. How. How can you it – it's,
2: it's almost like he's just thrown into the partner like, yeah, I'll do
1: whatever. Perhaps we should just you know, move on to the next question.
0: It's very, very – we're, we're going to move into our 60-second review. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, very, very quick, 60-second review. One minute. Tell us what you think about this beer. This beer, Against the Grand Brewing, 35K, it's a milk stout. And we're going to tell you what we think about it in 60 seconds starting now.
1: As everybody takes a a deep, lengthy sip. I didn't know it was going to be 60 seconds, so I started. So go ahead. No, you're good. Okay.
0: Um, It's full. It's roasty bitter, Mm -hmm. uh, malty bitter, which is good. Good balance between the lactose and the stout qualities. Got a little bit of coffee in there. Um, This is a thumbs up from Dylan.
1: All right, it's deep. It's got that uh, bitter from a chocolate type of cocoa bitter, uh, a little bit of a little bit of milky quality to it, sort of creamy. I like it. Thumbs up from me. I gotta I agree with William on everything that he just said. Thanks, brother
0: <laughs> I mean, everything honestly,
2: it's got like that milky that milky texture to it that he was talking about, but at the same time, it yeah. still tastes, you know. Chocolatey and, and know, I mean, it's a good beer. It's not a bad beer. All right.
0: That's 60 seconds. All right. Good. Okay. Three thumbs up from against the grain brewing 35K.
1: Yep. What's our next question? As <laughs> Brad thumbs up the microphone. Yes. If you guys, If it. you guys are listening super hard, you can <laughs> see that somehow.
0: <laughs> What's our next question? All right. The, the next last one. last call is taking
1: forever. Yes. All right. Next one is a question on. How would someone learn how to like a beer and how to pick out individual flavors? Drink more. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, drink more. I mean, that's, that's, that's all I got. I mean, you, you, you have to drink more. And I actually had this discussion with my wife, and not, not, not about beer, but about wine. Um, she said that all the wine that I ever drink tastes like alcohol you have got to become acclimated with that flavor it's like hops you cannot learn to like no that's the opposite of what i was trying to say you have to learn to like hops um you you have to like if you had a a five-year-old that never tried barbecue that would be kind of weird your 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 kid would probably not like barbecue, but I mean, you you learn to like certain things, and you just you have to drink, you have to try different beer, and that's how you become acclimated with different things.
1: So it's a lot like anal; you have to learn how to like it. Listen up, wifey. <laughs> <laughs> we went dark. <laughs> in case you, Brad that's has that's that's sort of place. what I do. <laughs> I I take something and I just, I make it uncomfortably dark. It's, that's my forte. I'm, I'm like, uh, I am the joker to uh, dad joke Nathan's Batman. <laughs> yeah. I take it and I corrupt it. That's a good bear. It's not bad. What?
0: <laughs> what? what?
2: Are we not talking about
0: being? We're not talking about no. fear at all anymore. Oh, okay. Brad has hit that point. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so. Bartender's uh, <laughs> having a fucking come apart. Anyway, next uh, question. That's
1: that's it. Okay, the answer okay, that's, yeah, let's, let's move <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> all right. We had a question come in. Uh, the, uh, I do believe this was off our tu- off our Twitter feed. <laughs> Is uh do we follow the BJCP method when reviewing? And I think this is really going to hang on you here.
0: Um yes and no.
1: Yeah, so the, um, the...
0: The BJC... The blowjob
1: cop protocol?
0: Sure. Okay. Uh, the the beer judge competition protocol. Okay. Um, <laughs> one out of four ain't bad. <laughs> um, yes and no. Um, honestly, I think that to reach other people out there that watch our reviews, um, I, I don't think we need to take quite such a complicated <laughs> approach to it. Um the, the, the BJCP is something that I am very familiar with. I am actually certified stage one, not not fancy fancy. Anybody can be stage one. Um, but I, I, I do, whenever I'm drinking a new beer, I do kind of run through the BJCP in my head. Um, that said, do I think we should do that in our reviews? No, because Joe Schmo should not have to say... Well, IPAs have a certain amount of IBUs and a certain amount of hop bitterness and a certain amount of grain balancing. No, I mean, we're going to relate that beer to what you like. No. Do we follow it in our reviews? No. Kind of like 25%. And that's usually my part. So, I mean, I guess that... And I I don't really do... If I was going to be equal, I'd say 33.333%. But, I mean, no, even my reviews are not BJCP because... If if you're gonna if you're interested in the competition, you don't care what we're saying.
1: I could say with one hundred percent certainty, I do not follow that with my reviews. <laughs> I if you if you watch any of our reviews, I promise you you're just getting my own personal perspective with no guidelines whatsoever. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's
1: it's what my I mean, brain that, tells my mouth hole to I
0: mean, honestly, I think that's better. I, I think the people that, that watch us and listen to us want to see what we genuinely think instead of saying, well the hop balance is just a little bit out of style no, you're going to want to see if it's good or not and if you should drink it we're not going to be, I mean yes we could judge, we could go judge for a competition tomorrow but that's not what we're aiming for we want to tell the viewers is it good, is it bad, should you drink it should you not, that's exactly what we do it's perfect
1: Thank you, Brad. <laughs> Next question. All right, last one I have came in, and it says, "Who would you most like to have a beer with?"
0: Oh, snap!
1: I am assuming this means living, like currently living. Damn, I, I'm gonna go with that one. I'm gonna, like, who who alive would you most like? Okay, alive if alive. if and I say if I'm wrong, then just you know uh, tweet back to us, Instagram back to us, uh, get in touch with us on Facebook. Uh, let me know that it was supposed to be live or dead. But we're just going to do live for today. Alive.
2: bro. who do you want
0: to have a beer with?
2: I want to have a beer with Scarlett Johansson.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: And I'm just going to leave it at that. Because <laughs> things are just not meant to say it on the internet.
0: <laughs> Everything's on the internet.
2: You never heard of Rule 34? No. Nope. Everything's on the internet. She is sexy as
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, William, who do you want oh. to uh, have a beer
1: with? If I could sit down and... Oh, oh man, I have, I have two that is so hard for me for different reasons who I would love to sit down and have a beer with. And um, it is it is damn near a tie between uh, Patton Oswalt or Neil deGrasse Tyson. I just think both of those would be fantastic sit down one-on-one, have a few brew conversations. Um... Ah, uh, damn it! It's toss up. Uh, it both of bizarre. those, yeah. If I if I actually had the opportunity, I had to choose between one or the other. That might break my brain. But yeah, I, I would love to sit down either Patton Oswalt or Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think that'd be a fantastic couple of beers. Um, I'd hide the clock so they didn't know it was over.
0: <laughs> uh, I've got an issue with that because I think the majority of people. That I want to have a beer with should not have a beer. <laughs> I want to have a beer with Craig Ferguson, a recovering alcoholic. Yuck. I would be more than willing to have <laughs> a glass of iced tea with Craig Ferguson. Um, another one that's and actually relatively recently has come onto my list is Steve-O. Because I watched The Rise and Demise of steve That's recently. rough to watch. And that is. I want to sit down with Steve O and just shoot the shit with Steve Um That
2: would be so fucking interesting.
0: It would be very interesting. Um the But questions. yeah, I mean those those are the living people. Um Shawn Michaels from, from the WWE, I would like to have a beer with him. I do know that he drinks. <laughs> He probably should not be drinking, but uh, I, I would like to have a beer with him. But again, all these people, water would be fine. I mean, I, I don't have to drink with these people. So, Craigie Ferg, if you want to sit down and have a beer. Tom Hanks, I want to have a beer with you.
1: That would be fun. Uh, I,
0: don't, I don't know of any issues with your uh, dependency that would prevent you from having a beer with us, but um, if there are, we'll make accommodations <laughs> I mean that—that's all I got. There's Tom a lot of people Hanks. My Oh my god!
1: Yeah, Tom Hanks would be great. Yeah, see, he I want to—I want to sit down and have a beer with people that, if they were like six ahead of me, are still damn smarter than I am. You—you, <laughs> you I'd still to... be struggling. And like, oh, you need to drink more because that's too damn complicated.
2: <laughs> yeah, you took it to a different level right there. I was just thinking of like hot bitches that I'd like to have a drink with. Uh,
0: Brad's not our. Permanent
1: third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
0: But, uh, hey, let's, hey, let's add a question. Okay, an attractive lady that we would like to have a beer with. Um. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. You've already said her. I can't say her. Charlize Theron. Hmm? She is a very attractive young lady.
1: Mm hmm. Emma Stone. Yes. She is a
0: very attractive young lady.
1: Yes. If you don't have one, I got another one.
0: Go ahead. Olivia Munn. She is a very attractive young lady. Um, Who is that chick that's in things?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, her? Wow. I gotta think. (laughs) So, Dylan would just have a drink with all the attractive young ladies. <laughs>
0: um, Brad is over here Googling uh, somebody from something. Um, yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah, yeah okay. Go
1: ahead and take a contact on
0: your- oh, I got one. And this is not who I was thinking about, but this is like the top of my list Catherine Hepburn. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Is she dead? She. I don't know if she's dead. But anyway, okay. Uh, no, she is like for some reason the top of my list.
2: Eva Menendez, Menendez, Menendez. okay. However you say it, Menendez. Like yeah, she died Menendez. in two thousand three.
0: Okay, did she really? Not, Not Eva.
2: <sighs> Catherine Hepburn. Oh, I thought you were talking about Eva.
0: I, like, I don't. I don't think anyway. All right. uh, is there? <laughs> is there anything else?
1: That that's all I've got. That's.
0: <laughs> As alcohol has become more infiltrated into the podcast, things have gotten a little bit hazy. So,
1: um, I just think it's funny how Brad's always about three paragraphs behind where we're at. <laughs> it's we a have a very
0: strict script, and, and Brad is very far behind. It's a good bear. He's a slow reader. It's it's That's a very good beer, though. It's a great bear. Yeah, a
1: great bear. Smoky bear, yogi bear. Is there anything else? That's No. All, all I have is just say thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you for laughing along with us, the, the reviews and the ratings. Thank you for reaching out to us. Again, if you have anything else you want to add, we're always open to uh, viewer questions and comments. We'll try to get them on. And uh, keep in mind, uh, we, we went a little over this week because next week we're all going to be out on a little bit of a vacation. Uh, week after next, we will most likely stagger our way back to the bar and back in front of the microphone one more time. And uh I think that uh, that that about wraps it up.
0: And Oops, we <laughs> gotta go. and box, seed
1: pods and fruits. That's all for happy hours! Happy hours over. As for me, I'd have a drink with Karen Gillen. Now if you ask me to quote my favorite anecdote, I reach for the ride and the room.
0: Add some bitters
1: and patent your very own Manhattan. A sip that's never uncouth. Roof. Elixirs and potions from flowers and roots. berries and box, seed pods and fruits. Bitters give cocktails their complexity.
0: But I like them best. Yeah, I do. Cause the bitter like me.